Hey guys, you're listening to our Star Trek Strange New Worlds review. I'm Toby, and I'll be joined on this journey by Steve. Hi Toby. And each week, we'll share our opinions on the latest episode of the series. This week, it's all those who wonder. If you love Star Trek, don't forget to like and subscribe and let us know in the comments what you think of this episode. So Steve, this week's episode is the penultimate one in Series 1. And we open up with an announcement that Uhura is completing her training rotation on the Enterprise and Pike is encouraging her to stay. I love that scene. Yeah, it's a good scene because all the way through the whole season, she's been like, I don't really know what I want to do, why I'm here. Not really sure of what path she wants to choose. This episode tackles where she's going quite nicely. It slots her in, doesn't it? Yes, exactly. I mean, I did like his little aside to her. and he was, You know, there will always be a place for you on the Enterprise. I thought that was lovely. He recognises, actually, she is talent and he wants her. Then you get the crew receiving a Priority 1 mission whilst they're already on a Priority 1 mission. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know either. I was kind of like, well, surely you do the first one first. Well, do they have rankings like Priority 1A, Priority 1B? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They decide that the Enterprise is going to continue on to the K-7 station to deliver the vital supplies. And that two shuttles will go and search for the missing ship and crew. We follow the shuttles. They land on the planet. And that is a gorgeous FX sequence. That whole descent and that ship just sat in the distance. Absolutely stunning. It is. Not too long before we find the dead crew. Takes us back to an earlier episode straight away you know it's the gorn you're not messing around here are you no i liked everything about that little sequence actually and the fact all the crew went outside to get rid of the gorn but couldn't get back in time you find that out later don't you yeah yeah quite sad when you think that whole ship that whole crew all gone it's a graveyard isn't it yeah this is exactly it and the seriousness of the whole situation like they all had to get off the ship but then couldn't get back that is the risk you had to take otherwise you would just be a breeding ground. Uh, they managed to get ship's scans operational and discovered two life signs. One human and one unknown. I love La'an. Little sequence there between her and Hura. Hura is trying to do the linguistic thing. And La'an's like, I can't understand, do something. And Hura's just like, that's not how linguistic works. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just go, ta-da. She wanted her universal translator. She's like, that's what you are. Just tell me what he's saying. You now know at this point, La'an is already on heightened alert. She's in combat mode. Yes. Yeah. And I have to say, La'an in combat mode is one of my favourite things in this show. Yeah. Actually, do you know, she's just one of my favourite characters. She just doesn't disappoint, does she? No. Nope. <laughs> Even in that last week's episode, whatever that was. Do you know what I mean? she, she was the best bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm erasing that from my memory, that episode. That never happened, Steve. So okay, get past the guy and he's just defending that little girl called Ariana. But straight away, you realize these two surviving when they're gone, there's eggs. I thought the girl was infected, if I'm honest. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought as well. I thought she was infected. When he starts hyperventilating, you're like, oh no, he's infected. And then all of a sudden, he goes full alien and his stuff starts squirting out of him. (laughs) It was brutal, that scene. When you've got the two of them fighting on his dead body, straight away, you just know these new Gorn are vicious. I was quite surprised at how strong they were so young. They are really, really, really strong anyway, aren't they? Mm. 
even before, you know, they're, they're quite strong young. That little one dragging that human body, full-size adult body, down that corridor at speed. Yeah, and it kind of puts into perspective how strong they really are when they're fully grown. Yeah, but you also know full well why Laan has not got time for this. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. I gotta say, when the Gorm were coming out of Buckley's body, I loved Quick Thinking Chapel. Straight up on the bio bed, activating shield. She's like, nope, yep. not doing it. Yeah, she's a great character. Absolutely great. I love how they've managed to weave her character in enough mm. that you actually really like her. Oh, totally. Totally. She is a well-rounded and well-grounded character. Um, La'an and Chapel go and find Ariana. Meanwhile, Ahura and Hema fix main power and get the comms up and running. So Pike says, come on, everyone. Let's have a powwow in sickbay. He wants everyone to get together to discuss what is their plan of action. Yeah. However, Gorn and Matorin fast. Um, one of them spits some venom at Hemmer. Straight away, I was like, oh, yeah, that's not going to go well. I seen that he got the venom. I didn't expect it to be fatal for some reason. Obviously, it is. Mm. I just didn't want anyone to die. We never really got something on his character. And, and his character was full of intrigue. Most definitely. I was so disappointed that the spray was fatal to him. I think I would have had it so that somehow maybe he went into either a transport, a buffer, or was in stasis or something to try and figure something out if they could. Yeah. If they would find some way of bringing it back now, it would be very, very convoluted, wouldn't it? It would be an alternate reality, I imagine. Yeah, they, it would have to be mirror universe, wouldn't it? It's the only way. I just felt it was a waste of a character. There's so much you could have done with him. There's so much potential there. There was just so much history there that would have been interesting to see. If we'd have had an episode about him a few weeks ago that went into his history, I don't think I'd be too bad about Steph now. Yeah, you were kind of waiting for his moment, weren't you? I just thought it was such a shame. Before he dies, they have to formulate a plan so they make parts of the ship cold to force the Gorn into certain areas and trap them. Okay, this is great, but was there nobody on the original crew that thought the same? This is it. So why didn't they just change environmental control unless they lost it? I don't know. The trap starts working until he gets to Spock and his part of the trap fails. So he unlocks his rage, which Alicia wasn't happy at. But actually, it really does show a good insight into his character. Yeah. Because it's a dark side of him that he does not like. Yeah, I like that too. I like the whole way they handled it and filmed it was all done brilliantly. The cinematography throughout the entire episode is wonderful. I don't think there's a misbeat at all. Nope. I agree, I agree. You know, even that final shot of Hemmer coming down, even though we don't like the fact he died, it was beautifully realised. Yeah, I'm like, tractor beam him back. <laughs> well, I don't know. In the future, you might have someone time travel back to the past and beam him out and save him. You know, may maybe he'll end up in Section 31 show. I don't know. Possible. And that's all because, is that we've got Scotty coming in, I assume, next yeah. season. Yeah. He's bound to come into play, at least in some capacity, even if he's training, cadet, recruit, what have you. He's bound to come in. That's what they're going to do, isn't it? Yeah. What I did like is it gets down to two Gorns, and they both fight. And then Laan, she just goes crazy. That scream, come at me. <laughs> <laughs> you just wouldn't want to mess with her, even if you were Gorn. <laughs> I know. Even the Gorn should run at Laan. They should. Like, no, I'm not taking that on. <laughs> She's gone through a lot, hasn't she? Yeah, definitely. And that's exactly the way she would react as well. Uh, then we have the funeral. Box still struggling at this point with his emotions. But Chapel kind of notices and gives him a little bit of reassurance, which I'm loving. I think their relationship or their bond, I should say, 
is up there with one of my favourites in this series, if not all of Star Trek. This is why I wasn't expecting anything to go anywhere with T'Pring. Those two have got better chemistry, for sure, I think. Yes, but you can still be good friends. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to have a relationship as such, but you can still be good friends and have a really good bond. Yeah. And I think this bondship between those two could easily be up there as one of my favourite ones. You know, some people say, oh, Chakotay and Janeway. No, no, that's not a great bond, really. It isn't because I never felt like she really listened to him about anything. No, whereas I think Spock will listen to Chapel even though he's a superior officer. He will take on board what she said. She's got his ear. Yes, yeah. You, if she came up with an idea, he would listen to it for sure. We end the show with Laan wanting a leave of absence so she can help Ariana find her parents, which I think is lovely. But I'm hoping that's not the end of her. She's too good. You can't let her go. And Hema in the same episode. Yeah, I was kind of like, okay, as long as you come back for next season. <laughs> right at the end, lovely little shot. Hura coming onto the bridge and taking up her rightful place. Absolutely great way to finish that episode. It was, it was. So what are your opinions on this episode? I thought it was a lot better than last week's. <laughs> I recall looking at the time and see how long was left or anything like that. So, yeah, it was a, it was a good episode all the way through. I didn't think I didn't think there was anything wrong with it, uh, apart from being disappointed with Hammer dying. It could have had more to his character or done at least an episode for him. But the episode was quite good, I thought. The Hammer death I can live with that, but if we've lost Laan as well, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hope that that's not the last of Laan because she's brilliant. I thought it was well-written, well-paced, brilliantly realised. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it continues to show how deadly the Gorn are and what a threat they are. So I'm loving that. I'm loving that threat. Yeah, I like that they've managed to make the Gorn the new Borg in, in that sense. You, mm. you just know the dread, which is great. You just know, like those early Borg episodes, it's like there's a Borg arm on the planet or something. You just go, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. So next week, we've got the season finale, A Quality of Mercy. Now, you've already seen the episode, and without any spoilers, sum it up in a sentence. A bit disappointing. Okay. It covers what's necessary, and I think you kind of get the gist of that at the beginning of the episode. And so you kind of know where the rest of the episode is going. So I'll just leave it at that and we'll discuss it next week. Okay, I look forward to it. So that's it for another episode of the Star Trek Strange New Worlds Review. Thanks for listening and don't forget to like and subscribe so you can be notified when we release the last episode of Quality of Mercy.